Welcome to the e-commerce growth show brought to you by Segmentify. Welcome to the growth show. This is your host owner. It's been a while. We recorded the last episode. I'm really excited today since we've been planning today's episode for a while with a former colleague and a good friend. Today, we'll be talking about cookless tracking, which is a hot topic these days and mainly about GA4. I'd like to welcome today's guest, Umut, who's an expert in data, conversion rate optimization, performance marketing, and analytics topics. Have I left something out, Umut? <laughs> uh, no, thank you very much, Umut. Um, thank you very much also for inviting me to our podcast series. Happy to meet you again. I am currently working as a data analyst in a fintech startup. Before that, I worked in different agencies in different roles. I started the industry as a performance marketing specialist, as you mentioned, then moved on to antics and conversion rate optimization. When I look back, it has been about six years since I started the industry. I can say that I am quite pleased with the blending of performance marketing, antics, and conversion optimization. That's great to hear, man. Well, let's start with basic and move on with further details everyone is talking about cookies and i'm not gonna make any lame jokes but what is cookie (laughs) okay cookies are small pieces of text sent to your browser by a website you visit they help websites to remember information about your visit cookies can make it easier to visit the site again like loading it faster for the second visit and make the website more useful to you also there are other technologies including unique identifiers used to identify a browser app device pixels or local storage can also be used for these purposes but these technologies can be another podcast topic for sure yeah sure <laughs> well thank you very much for your answer uh, when is the cookies new era beginning and if i'm not mistaken the upcoming update is about third-party cookies right so what's third-party and what's first-party cookie yeah you are right the main update is about third-party cookies what let's say what is third-party cookies third-party cookies are stored under a different domain than you are visiting for example you are visiting a abc.com but the cookie is stored on xyz.com this cookie is called third-party cookie but if you visit abc.com and the cookie is stored on abc.com this cookie is called first-party cookie. third-party cookies are mainly used to track users between websites and display more relevant through websites okay got it got it nice so why are we switching to cookies tracking i mean google claims this update is about data privacy but when google says something i'm always like like, is that the really the case or is it something different? That's a good point. Actually, Google doesn't want to move Google list tracking. However, some regulations such as GDPR or California Consumer Privacy Act, GCPA, are pushing Google and all other ad tech companies on user privacy and consent. And cookie list tracking is emerging as an alternative. Also, Apple takes some privacy precautions, regularly restricts things before these regulations. This situation leads ad tech companies to think of alternative solutions too. And by the way, there are some rules about first party cookies too, like you cannot track visitors without their consent. This is the other side of the topic and is related mostly about measurement, but there are some solutions for this, like machine learning modeling algorithms. Okay, so in terms of cookie list tracking, what does it mean for the brands? Because this update is going to change the way people advertise and stuff like that. So especially in terms of advertising, what's going to 
be changing? Actually, right now, there isn't any definitive solution to this cookie list tracking issue. Google tried something called the privacy sandbox, but that solution was met with backlash from regulators and activists alike. It was stated that with this solution, information about users could be collected and it not provide complete privacy. For this reason, Google has postponed cookie list tracking one more year. It is postponed for one more year every year, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the third time or something. Yeah, approximately. When I say Google postponed cookie list tracking, by the way, I mean they postponed it for Chrome browser. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, there are already some browsers like Brave that care about user privacy. So how should companies in the industry get ready for the cookie list feature? What's going to be the impact? It's hard to say as there is currently no solution for third party keys right now. I think even Google doesn't know if they would go with privacy sandbox or an entirely new solution but it's clear that companies need to invest more in first-party data they should create strong first-party data strategies by first-party strategy i mean data in databases crm tools and antics tools like google Analytics. companies need to enrich the data on these platforms first-party data will be more valuable than ever before although not many people are talking about the user experience what should the consumers expect in their digital journey firstly i should mention that these privacy things do not mean that users will not see ads anymore just as there is no such thing uh, as not being exposed to advertisements offline uh, the same is true in digital while platforms are currently showing ads based on the interest of users using the information they collect we will be more likely to see less relevant ads with future developments but on the other hand it will be a development that will make users who care about data privacy happy they will have more peace of mind that their data is not collected and used without permission. Universal Analytics has been the default measurement solution for Google for some time now, and it's about to change. What does GA4 do that Universal Analytics or Firebase even couldn't do before? So what's going to happen to Firebase as well? Because that's one of the things that a lot of people are wondering. The main thing that GA4 does and UA and only Firebase couldn't do is combining web and app data together. This helps us analyze the end-to-end customer journey and add cross-platform usage as funnel into the equation. Firebase will continue in the same way. GA4 gets app data from Firebase. That's why Firebase is still the main source for app data. So it's going to stick around. Yeah. You are right. And also, as we know, Firebase has lots of other modules besides Antics module. Uh, you can monitor your app performance, make A-B tests on the app, send push notifications, etc. Uh, when we combine all these, we can predict that Firebase will continue without any change in the near future. And we can even say that it will become more widespread. The basic question is, what's GA4? And how do we shift to GA4? And what will happen if we don't update our accounts? Because millions of people are using UA at the moment. Is it going to still be available or are they going to turn it down? So what's going to happen? Let's start with the end date of the Universal Antics. On 1st of July in 2023, Universal Antics will stop collecting data for standard accounts. After July 1st, previously collected Universal Antics data will be accessible for some time. Right now, it is at least six months. But after this time, probably all data will be deleted. That's why it is important to export and backup Universal Analytics data. And BigQuery can be a solution. 
apologies. By the way, as always, uh, Google gives some privileges to paid users, which is called 360 accounts. They can continue to use Universal Analytics one more year compared to standard accounts. They can collect data on Universal Analytics until 1st of July in 2024. That's a long time. <laughs> yeah. Since there is a little time until the sunset of Universal Analytics, companies need to create GA4 properties as soon as possible and then they integrate it to their websites. Otherwise, when they switch to GA4 on July 1st, they won't have data to compare for previous periods. Okay, so that's the main difference. Yeah. So what's the main tracking difference in compared with Universal Analytics and GA4? The main tracking difference is the data model. Universal Analytics currently uses a session-based model, which means all data, all events are currently associated with the session. On the other hand, GA4 uses an event-based model. Events and other data are not directly associated with sessions, everything associated with the corresponding event. Even session start is another event in GA4. And most antics tools in the industry use the event-based model right now. The session-based model uh, is a legacy model for antics tools and Universal Antics was the technology of 2013. This is another point of Google launching a new antics and dialect behind industry and technology. This new model and completely new tool brings some different reporting logic depending on the model it uses old tool with the new era <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i've seen like new metrics such as engage session engage sessions per users were introduced with j4 what do they mean and what else is shifting do we still have like bounce rate as a metric or is it still calculated in the same way of course if we still have bounce rate while changing its data processing and reporting model google wanted to make some changes regarding metrics and engage session metrics are the first metrics introduced with j Basically, it calculates the sessions in which users interact. We can think of it as the inverse of the bounce rate, but it collects more data points than the bounce rate and is more meaningful. Conversion rate metrics are another good metrics, by the way. In Universal Analytics, we can only see the conversion rate by session, but in GA4, we can report conversion rate by both sessions and users. This is a need for users on Google. While these new metrics were introduced, some metrics were also removed. These metrics were also manipulated metrics whose measurement was not entirely accurate. However, Google had to bring these metrics back as users were having a hard time getting used to the innovations and changes. Bounce rate and average session duration are the examples of these metrics. So for your question, we will still have these metrics, but we can say that calculations will be more accurate than before. Hope it will be like that. I mean, uh, bounce rate is one of the key metrics that's been manipulated over the industry for the past decades so hope it'll be calculated properly by the way i don't use bounce rate very much <laughs> also you know this yeah, yeah. <laughs> i only use it to follow websites bounce rate trends and compare different media sources bounce rates but comparing one size bounce rate with another website isn't analogical so i know before the show we discussed about you shared a website with me uh, regarding bounce rate so we're going to be sharing that website details at the description section of this podcast. So please check that out as well. It's a very useful website. And by the way, thank you for joining us. It was a great pleasure to have you. And I look forward to have more episodes with you. Anything else, if you want to add, please feel free. Thank you very much. It is very enjoyable for me being in a podcast with you. Hope we will continue in this series. Thank you very much. Take care. 